0: An audio exploration of climbing World Cups from previous years and previous eras. I'm your host, John Bergman. I'm glad you're here. Let's talk some comp climbing. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Past Podiums. As the intro says, I'm your host, John Bergman. I'm sitting here in a sunny square <laughs> of light that's coming through the window. I've got my coffee, I've got my notes, pen, paper. What else do you need, right? Let's get into it. For today's episode, as we clip along on the IFSC's 2016 Boulder World Cup season. We are in Kazo, Japan. It's about an hour north of Tokyo, if memory serves. The final round for this event was held on April 24th, 2016. And something worth pointing out here, we talked in the previous episode about how 2016 was the year that the international olympic committee decided to include climbing in the eventual 2020 olympics and since those 2020 olympics were set to be in japan this world cup in japan received i think kind of the royal treatment they had a lot of coverage from japanese media they actually mentioned this in the the ifsc mentions this in the press release for this event in Kazo. So already, we're starting to see that Olympic sheen start to rub off on climbing in terms of some additional promotion, some amped up hype, more coverage, etc., etc. So if we fire up the live stream here for Kazo, we see it starts with Charlie Bosco in the commentary booth again, his second event in a row he's joined by Canada's Sean McCall. It's a very quiet booth. I don't know if the crowd in Casa was particularly quiet or if Charlie Bosco and Sean McCall are kind of shielded maybe from any audience noise, but it does feel like it's a very hushed atmosphere. It's like it's like that. It's like they're 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 conversing extra quietly. Anyway, they talk a little bit about Sean's semifinal round, he barely missed missed out on making the finals. He actually had this incident where he put a foot in a spot that was deemed a tad out of bounds on one of the boulders, so that proved, unfortunately, costly for Sean McCall. And they talk a little bit more about some of the other competitors, some of the competitors uh, that are in the final field and some that missed out on the final field. For example, they talk about Martin Stranek, he didn't make it into isolation in time for a, a certain round, which is big news just for us here talking about these finals because Martin Stranick has had such a good start to the 2016 season so far. But we won't see him here today in another finals. Uh, Charlie Bosco, Sean McCall, then they talk a bit about Shauna Coxie in particular. They say it's going to be, quote, her comp to lose based on the fact that Shauna had such a supreme qualification round here in Kazo. She had four out of five flashes on the Quali boulders. She had a good semifinal round, too. So she's definitely the favorite here for this final round. And with that being said, let's list off the finalists. For the women, Shauna Coxie of Great Britain, as we just said. Petra Klingler of Switzerland. Fanny G. Baer of France, Melissa Leneve of France, Chloe Collier of Belgium, and Miho Nanaka of Japan. For the men, the finalists are Michael Pico Ruiz of Italy, Rustam Gelmanov and Dmitry Sherputinov of Russia, Jeremy Bonder of France, Kokoro Fuji of Japan, and Roland Rugens of Latvia. That's a new name for us for these, for these episodes. We get a bit more chatter from Charlie and Sean, and then the climbing begins, and this is great. We have the women climbing first, all the women, and then the men, so we don't have to deal with split screen, having the two divisions, the men and the women climbing simultaneously. Ah, this is, it definitely makes it easier to digest everything and to better watch all the competitors when we're not going back and forth like that, so... We'll go through all the women first, their performances on the wall, and then we'll do the men after that. The boulder one for the women starts on an arete, and it heel hooks, or some of them switch to a toe hook, up to a big pockety dish, and then it shoots up to a pretty slopey big top that they have to hug. Plain white walls, too, here in Kazo, which, uh, it, it looks very... Um, very anodyne, a stark contrast to some of the very boldly colored walls that we've seen in some of the earlier comps that we've talked about here. And there's a, there's a spotlight illuminating the competitors here. Just, just that plain white wall. Mio climbs first on this initial boulder. She makes some good progress, but peels off the wall a little higher up when she has to move from a pyramid-shaped volume to And launch to that big sloper finish. Sean McCall has some good insight. He says maybe she's not keeping her hips low enough to execute that big launch. So in the end, no top for Miho, but she does get to a zone. A number of the other women that come out after her struggle on this boulder as well. Melissa Laneve, she gets so close. She gets an arm on that top sloper. You think she's going to launch and be able to hug it but she just, she can't get that other arm on it. She can't match the top. Finally, though, Shauna Coxie gives us a top, and in doing that, Shauna takes an early lead. Boulder 2 for the women, it involves getting up and standing on a, a huge black barrel volume or half cylinder volume, whatever you want to call it, and then moving into some smaller pyramid volumes from there. It's it's worth seeing this big barrel thing that they have to stand on. It's very prominent. Every woman gets to the top of this boulder pretty, pretty quickly, though. A bunch of them flash it. Shauna actually, Shauna Coxie actually takes a few more attempts than most of the women to get up this this boulder, but she does eventually top it too. So at the midway waypoint for the women's division, Shauna Coxie is easily in first place with two tops. And a lot of other women are bottlenecked beneath her in the scores with a, a flash top and a flash to zone. They are, for example, Melissa neve Miho Nanaka, Petra Klingler. That's kind of how they they fall beneath uh, beneath Shawna in the standings. On to Boulder 3. It's a big, there's a big stalactite volume hanging from the roof. They kind of Pull onto that, hug that, and then they go over the roof and onto a head wall that's got some crimps. And Shauna Coxie, clearly the star of the show at this point, she gets up this one with a flash. And with that, actually, Shauna wins (laughs) in that nobody else can possibly catch her in the scores at this point. But nonetheless, we'll, we'll run through the fourth boulder too. It just crunches up a steeply overhanging wall, has a launch to a big half-sphere at one point. That's one of the big moves. Shauna flashes it to get, put just the exclamation point on her fantastic round. She, it, it gets flashed as well by Melissa Lineve, and it gets some tops by Miho Nanaka and Petra Klingler. But Shauna Coxie is just absolutely unstoppable. So... The women's podium is, of course, Shauna Coxie of Great Britain. She had four tops in total, takes the gold medal. Melissa Neve of France had two tops and a couple zones, so she takes the silver medal. And Miho Nanaka of Japan also had two tops and some, some zones, so Miho takes the bronze. I think the big takeaway here is that Shauna Coxie remains perfect so far in this 2016 season that we're looking at suddenly we have a mini streak from her and actually a streak that goes back if you remember to our 2015 season Uh, her streak goes back into that season too so we will see if shauna Coxey can keep going in the forthcoming world cups on this 2016 boulder circuit switching over to the men's division now boulder one for the men requires standing atop a big black cube and then reaching up high for a double Gaston on a, a couple of slopy, flat hold shapes that are right next to each other. Charlie Bosco on commentary says, quote, this probably certainly favors the tall, meaning specifically that move reaching up and being able to to slip into that Gaston would really helps if the men are a little taller this boulder overall is maybe a tad undercooked. It's not too bad, but most of the men do top it with a couple of those tops being flashes by Rustam Gelmanov and Michael Pico Ruiz. Boulder 2 is a, a roof block. It has a really beefy like outward shoulder press on its ceiling. If they can reach out and hit that press and then kind of lean and get snug, more snugly into the press, they can shift their body and turn the position into an undercling. And then from that undercling position in the roof, they can launch to a sloper that's on the outer edge of the roof and the crux being there trying to control the swing when they launch for that. I was intrigued by this boulder. I liked the physical advancement, so to speak, of, of getting up into the roof, and then leaning out, and then trying to get over the roof, but it's just its just too tough overall. The sequence is just too much. Nobody tops this boulder, although most of the men do eventually snag the zone hold on it. So looking at the scores then, if at the men's midway point, it is Rustam Galmanov and Michael Pico Ruiz, who are really close in that leader spot. But since most of the men topped that first boulder and most got to the zone on that second boulder, it still feels kind of like it's anybody's game at this point. Rustam and, and Michael are, are they're in the lead, but definitely within striking distance for anyone. Boulder three is a slab, it's on some three dimensional diamond like, diamond shaped volumes that are kind of going vertical up. number of the men get up this boulder. But it sees flashes by Rustam Gelmanov and Michael Pico Ruiz. So it keeps the two of them in that leader position. And and suddenly, pretty exciting stuff here. It's a bit of a nail-biter as it comes down to the, the fourth and final boulder for the men. This one ends up being a shouldery overhang. They kind of bump up a series of white slopers and then go into some black geometric volumes higher up on the wall. This is a hard one, uh, and Rustam Gelmanov is the only person who gets up this boulder. He flashes it, actually. His rival for so much of this final round, Michael Pico Ruiz, takes a few attempts, gets to the zone, but he can't reach the top. So, that's how things conclude. Funneling it into the podium here, it is Rustam Gelmanov of Russia, takes the gold medal with three flashes in this round. Michael Pico Ruiz of Italy takes the silver with two flashes. And Kokoro Fuji of Japan narrowly beats out Jeremy Bonder of France. to uh, So Kokoro takes the bronze. Just a quick debrief. You know, this is a good show overall. And I think it doesn't get talked about a lot. I, I can't recall... He, reminiscing about this one or or kind of reading any more recent recaps about it, I think that's because rather than maybe a, a spectacular standalone piece or, or standalone round, this one in Kazo historically feels like part of a much larger work for Shauna It's It's just sort of one chapter in this very impressive story that she is putting together now with multiple wins in multiple comps and through multiple years that we've seen between the previous season we talked about and now this 2016 season so as we said we'll see if she can continue this mini streak that she has amassed it's good stuff heading into the next one so thanks for listening we'll see you next time on past Podium. quick before we get out of here thanks again for listening also thanks to audio coffee for doing the music and if you want to go back and watch the round that we just talked about you can find it on the international federation of sport climbing youtube channel see you next time